Hey, this is Shamina. This is the Two Quick Things Podcast. Uh, I'm back. Who knows for how long? So thanks for listening and tuning in. I actually recorded an episode a few weeks ago because I I don't know if it was strategic or it was an accident or whatever, but I let it slip, air quotes, that I had a podcast um, during a work meeting and then someone looked it up and posted it in the chat. And then I recorded an episode right after that that was um, a little spicy for the moment. Uh, And it was maybe a little too real, raw and uncut about how I was feeling on that day. And so that might be like sometime random, like a bonus episode. I've never done one of those, but uh, I I got it in the archive. So um, I'm trying to get back into figuring out how I wanna record this and move about. Um, I think I sometimes underestimate the energy it takes to sit down and either jot notes or come off the top of the dome with things to talk about that you feel are interesting. Um, And then I reminded myself, first of all, everything I say to me is interesting. And so if you're this far in the episode, I've got the the count of your listen already, so thanks. But I wanted to talk about, I think maybe two things, perhaps three. Uh, maybe two things and a little random act of kindness that many of us uh, can do in the next few days with um, the the upcoming Thursday and Friday off. Some people acknowledge and celebrate Thanksgiving. I appreciate the day off and I'm going to eat the food, so I'm not, not going to deny myself that. Um, but I know a lot of, lots of folks have mixed feelings about uh, the last Thursday and Friday in November that happens every year. And whatever you do with that, hopefully you get some rest rest. Um, recently I was talking to a friend who I used to work with about addressing something frustrating that they were going through at work. And they were, um, I guess feeling discouraged because the, the behavior that they were experiencing, maybe it wasn't directly directed at them, but they, it was in their purview and sometimes it's directed at them and sometimes it's not. And then I saw this picture on Twitter that was, um, it's a a sculpture and it's a person kneeling over and they have a sculpture sitting on top of them that is an elephant. And the quote was, those who shy away from addressing the elephant in the room are doomed to carry the weight of it. And I'm gonna say that again so that you can get a mental picture of what that looks like. Those who shy away from addressing the elephant in the room are doomed to carry the weight of it. And so I shared this quote with that person And I talked a little bit about my own um, efforts in being part of feedback loops and cycles. And I realized one of the things that I said to him was uh, giving feedback and addressing things that either happen to you or that you are are privy to is number one, it's a choice. You, it, there's no requirement that you address that. There, there's sometimes in our gut that we feel like we have to address it or we can't go on or we continue to restart and then continue to lose respect for the person who is engaging in that behavior that is the elephant, if you will. And one of the things I told this person was that if there's a situation that I'm in and it seems like I'm gonna be the only one that's frustrated about the situation or with the person, I'm going to have to address it. There is generally a a visceral response for me. And I may not like, you know, shake the table in the room uh, with everybody else in the meeting. Although sometimes I've I've found myself appropriately being like, 
help me understand that because the, there, there's a disconnect there and the story in my head is this and I don't want to believe that that's the story and yet here we are literally I've said those words multiple times in almost every environment that I've worked in but I, I said that I can't hold that frustration by myself so I'm not going to be the only one upset or salty in the situation um, if I feel like something needs to be addressed, especially if it's impacting me, we gonna both have to deal with this. And I may not have whatever the quote unquote right words are or know the right phrase or the right quote, but if somebody's going to be frustrated, it's going to be us. It's not just going to be me. And hopefully that at that point, you know, I can have a conversation and I invited that person to have a conversation with their colleague or supervisor. I forget um, the level that this person was at so that they're not the only person sitting in that frustration because they then will be carrying the weight of whatever that is until they release it. Because when we don't carry, when we don't find avenues to let that go. And sometimes it's not talking to that person. It's sometimes removing yourself from that situation. It's sometimes distancing yourself from that particular conversation if you have the ability to do that. But when we don't do that, I can almost guarantee you, the royal you, is that even a phrase, whatever, that you are going to be carrying that and it's going to feel heavy for you. It's not gonna feel heavy for anybody else. The person who is... Uh, displaying that behavior or what have you, because the chances are we assume that they know about it, likelihood that they don't. And what I want to make sure that I try to develop a practice of is people understanding that their, their behavior, their words, their actions, they impact other people. And you're not always going to hear it in the moment because some people, they have, they're nervous to share those things with a supervisor or a colleague because they don't know how it's going to come across. But again, my thing is we're going to be frustrated together because I'm not going to carry this all by myself because I'm, I'm not going to, I'm going to do everything that I can to not set myself up to continually be exposed to this type of behavior. And I realize that means that I am regularly engaging in cycles of feedback because I don't want to be frustrated. That's, that's, um, it's not simple, but that's like the simplicity of it is like, I'm not in this by myself. I did not cause this behavior or this interaction to go this way. And so we're going to have to talk about it. And I stumble with it. And sometimes my voice shakes, but if you don't know that what you're doing is harmful, it is microaggressive, it is macroaggressive, it has the ability to, um, tarnish other relationships that you might be having, then I'm going to do my best to do my part and, and share what that is. And it, it, it usually is scary. It's, it's uncomfortable. And I assume that I'm going to be the person that's, that's going to tell you that I don't want to leave it to someone else. Like, Oh, somebody else probably had that conversation because that, that person doesn't have to tell me. And I don't want to assume that I can that somebody else is disrupting something that I have individually experienced. So that's, that's, uh, uh, thing number one, thing number two, I recently went to, um, I met up with some girlfriends after, you know, many years apart, many, it was like two years. Um, they know who they are. Joy and Teresa. I love y'all. Um, we, uh, I, we, I met them at the Maitachi retreat. So again, shout out to my leak and um, the, the idea of accelerated collisions that was discussed at that retreat. And I had an opportunity to meet with these women again. And I say meet, it was like a two and a half day slumber party. Um, we went out of town, we met 
in the middle of the country because we're at different parts of the country. And when I tell you that these women are, they mean so much to me. And when we were there, we were we met up in Chicago. I was thinking, wow, I've only been in person with these women for two and a half, maybe three days out of the country in a very curated and unique environment and experience. And we have kept in contact every week consistently, either by series of texts, sometimes they're daily texts every other day. We FaceTime, we get together and we talk about what's going on in life, the highs, the lows. And they are um, so consistent. Um, I just, I'm really appreciative of the strength that the, they provide and the sisterhood that, and I know I've talked about this in other episodes and I'm not gonna cry today, Lord willing in the creek don't rise, but the the sisterhood that I feel from these women that I have known for a minute, um, and it feels like I've known them forever. Like my life would not be the same if they were not in it. Um, and then I was scrolling through, again, I was trying to get some thoughts together um, for this episode. And I was scrolling through Twitter because there's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of trash, low key, but there's a lot of good stuff. And someone uh, tweeted, the, the black women in your life are getting by through the strength of a group chat. Um, and then it said, send us money. Um, you can always send me money. Um, if you if you actually want to do that, you can slide in my DMs. Um, two quick things uh, on Instagram where the show will be. But really, when I say that we are getting through on the strength of a group chat, and it's generally people that we don't see all the time, that is a thousand percent true. There are things that, you know, you have a group of people that you can say, any and all things to, and they will hold you through tears. They will celebrate you. They will pray for you. They will pray with you. They will laugh with you. They will cry with you and for you. And they will do those things to just uplift you. Um, they will send, uh, gifts, they will send videos and you don't realize how important that is until it's not there. So there'll be like sometimes three or four days pass and I'll be like, what are they doing? I haven't heard from my girls and just toss something out there. And sometimes that results in us being like, okay, we have to, we need to FaceTime this weekend, or we can just, you know, rip out a bunch of text messages and just share and update and support and uplift. Um, Sometimes I know I'm a person who will, um, I say, I will thug up into your phone. If I, if I don't hear from you from a while or you don't respond, or you say something in the group text that I'm like, what is this? I'm gonna call you. Or I'm a FaceTime you and be like, are you okay? Like this, this didn't read as okay for me. And I am so grateful to have that at my big age. Um, and really it doesn't even matter that I, like at what point I met these women in my world, um, they are a crucial part of my world from the moment that I met them and then we had that connection. And I see, you know, us, you know, getting together in Chicago the next how many every years or meeting up wherever Vegas, we talked about Austin, I think like anywhere where we can be in community. And it, we didn't even do anything uniquely special. We stayed up too late, too late. It was like 10, 10 30. Um, we ate good food. We had a little, some, a little extra fun that I'm not going to talk about on this show because I know people from work listen. Um, and we just had such an amazing time of being raw and real. The tears flowed, the energy was there. There was so much laughter and so much joy in that space that I, I miss it. Like it was so, 
it was unique. The last morning that we went to breakfast, it was this random place that one of us had found on like a Thrillist or some like city site that was like some of the best breakfasts. It was like in a residential neighborhood. And we were like, Lord Jesus, what have we walked into? This this don't look hype at all. And this was like number three on the list. First of all, the food was, was this is, sounds so 1980. I was gonna say the food was jamming, um, but it was so good. And just to be able to like dive deep um, and apparently that meal was my time to cry uh, before we were all getting ready to head to the airport um, and just to be poured into. And I, I don't know of another group of women that I have that with that it's just like, here's all the shit. Here's all the stuff. I don't know what I need, but I just know I need people and you are my people. And I really appreciate and value that. So find your people. It is never a too late. It is, um, it requires that you step out on faith, that you are vulnerable, that you lean into the times where things seem like they're not there. And they were, there are people there waiting to pick you up. They may not say it, but you, we all are thinking right now of the people who you know. If you call them and you were in a situation or whatever the case may be, those are the people who are there for you. And I'm not saying everybody's not there for you, for you, but everybody can't be there for you in the ways that are going to uplift you and to support you. So find those people, nurture those people. If you don't know who they are, go out, go out and look for them. What is the, where are you missing? And sometimes it's not the people that you work with. With I know, I know it can be like, oh, these are people I spend, quote unquote, like eight hours in a day with. And I'm like, you can spend a lot of time with, with folks and those not be your people. So don't feel like the only place I can find some you know, people to connect with is at work or at school or at my church. There are people out there when you uh, allow yourself to be vulnerable and move into spaces that are unfamiliar. There are people out there that are, are yearning for that same type of connection and they will find you and you will find them and it will feel like they have always been there for you and with you. And you will always feel, you will feel like you have always been there for them and with them because it just flows like that. So Joy and Teresa, I thank you. I love you. Um, I can't wait for us to figure out the next time we'll get together, obviously in a safe environment. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to highlight that because that was such a, what a highlight of the month of October for me, for the season that I'm in right now, both in this calendar year and just the season of life. Wow, what a blessing. Uh, and the last thing that I'll talk about this episode is um, the gift, the the random act of kindness that I think so many of us can give people uh, in the next week as we come up on like a two-day holiday or within the next six weeks that takes us through the end of the year. Um, cancel a meeting. I know you're probably listening to that and you might giggle. <laughs> cancel a meeting. Don't bring in coffee. I don't want pizza I don't want a donut. Um, I'm going to eat a donut if you bring it in. I'm going to have a piece of pizza if it's cheese. But cancel a meeting. Give people their time back. Maybe make a shorter meeting. Go in with, make, if you have to have the meeting, have an agenda, get to the point. Don't lollygag through it. And then let people go and have some of their time back. So if you're like, <clears throat> excuse me, what can I give some folks, you know, uh, if you have a, a, a tradition of giving gifts at work, then do that. Um, but cancel a meeting. I can guarantee you, no one's going to say, oh, I really wanted to have that meeting. 
No one's going to say that. They may have thought I needed that meeting, but what they're going to do is spend that time doing something else and being productive or, you know, connecting with somebody else in a different way. So random act of kindness, if you're looking for something to do, cancel a meeting. Boom. There you go. It costs you nothing to do that. When I see somebody's canceled something on my calendar, I don't even ask to reschedule unless they do. I'm like, Ooh, thank God. I, I thank you. Um, and maybe I'll shout them some gratitude and I move on with my day because probably didn't have much time for the meeting because I needed to do some work and I didn't want to do it after, you know, after a series of meetings in a day. So, um, that's it for this episode. You can find me on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple play or Apple podcasts, Google play, um, Stitcher. Uh, you can follow the podcast on, uh, social media, Um, And by social media, I have, it has an Instagram account and it is under two quick things. And so feel free to comment, rate, review. If you like, I'm still going to do it anyway. Um, Share it. If you feel like there's a nugget in here, if there's something that you want to hear me talk about, please uh, feel free to slide in the DMs and to let me know. I have probably, I don't know, 15 topics or things worth of comments or episodes to record. So there's no shortage. Um, It's just being this kind of a creative person, which I never thought that I was or would be, is challenging in a different way. So I'm, I'm trying to lean into that and get back to recording. So thanks for listening. I'll see y'all in these Instagram streets, this podcast streets. Take care.